This is Father Aaron with another podcast. In 1975, Pope St. Paul VI issued his apostolic exhortation, Evangelii Nunciandi, which called for a modern approach to evangelization, to the preaching of the gospel in a modern world. Now, Pope St. John Paul II used this document as the launch pad for what he termed the new evangelization, which was all but adopted as the motto as the, for the pontificate of Pope Benedict XVI, and is now renewed in that of Pope Francis. In this way, the new evangelization has become the overarching theme of the papal office since the Second Vatican Council, which seems fitting considering the historic words of Pope John, St. John XXIII when he opened the council, when he called for the church to update the method that it uses to convey the truth of Jesus Christ to a then 20th century church. So what is the new evangelization? The reality is that in the 21st century, the gospel message, the name of Jesus, has truly been preached to every corner of the earth, to every creature. In this way, the commission of our Lord to preach the good news everywhere has been accomplished but it has not always been successful. Of course, for previous generations of Christians, evangelical failure was something we experienced when the gospel was brought to new lands. Often this ended in martyrdom, where the people who first rejected the gospel killed those who brought its message. But though it would be a very great exaggeration to say that every nation has become disciples of the Lord, it would not be an exaggeration to say that every nation has heard of him. Now, in recent times, we have seen society, even historically Christian societies, departing from the faith. The pandemic we face today is the sad proof of that. In the past, when a human society faced immense crises, the response was always to turn to God, to turn to the church. But that has not been the response today. We have turned to the government, to Congress, to the authorities of the world. We saw that in the recent statements from New York uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo when he said that the numbers of cases are down because we brought them number down. God did not do that. Faith did not do that, unquote. The new evangelization is not really new. 
but its audience is new. In the past, we sought to convert societies that have never heard of Christ, but today the evangelization the world needs is one which will convert those who have already heard of Christ and yet have turned away from him. In many ways, very sadly, the new evangelization is aimed at us, at Catholics. Despite the writings of the Council Fathers and the repeated calls of Pope since, the, since 1965 to re-evangelize society, it would be an outright fantasy to claim that the Catholic faith has strengthened in the years since the Second Vatican Council. Just consider the statistics. Since 1970, there has been a 40% decrease in the annual priestly ordinations in the United States. 40% since 1970. In 1970, there were 571 American parishes without a resident priest. In 2018, that number rose to 3,363. In 1971, 1.1 million Catholic children were baptized in the United States. In 2018, 615,000, nearly half the number. In 1970, there were nearly 450,000 Catholic marriages in the United States. In 2018, there were 143,000. And finally, in 1955, the reported percentages of Catholics who attended Sunday Mass regularly was 78%. And in 2018, it is 21%. I would say that if the mission Christ gave us on the day of his ascension was to make disciples of all nations, then that mission in our country has lately been an abysmal failure. So what's the issue? Now let me say first that though I've used the Second Vatican Council as the timestamp to these statistics, I do not place blame on the council. Anyone who has actually read the documents of the Second Vatican Council, and I'm convinced the number of those people are very few, including the number of priests, anyone who has read those documents cannot say that the expression of the Catholic faith we see today is what the council desired. Pope Benedict XVI said as much in his final address as Pope, speaking to the priests of the Diocese of Rome. Pope Benedict made a dichotomy between the Vatican Council and what he termed the Council of the Media. He says, quote, There was the Council of the Media. It was a council apart. And the world perceived the Vatican Council through the, mat, through the latter, through the media. Thus the council that reached the people with immediate effect was not the Vatican Council, but that of the media, not that of the fathers. For the media, the Vatican Council was a political struggle, a power struggle between different trends of the church. And it was obvious that the media would take the side of those who seemed to them more closely allied with the world." Unquote. What the Pope is touching on is that the real message of the Second Vatican Council intended to give the church tools to preach the truth of Jesus Christ to all the world. But that was lost by the political landscape of the 1960s and 70s, the sexual revolution, liberation theology, etc. And so what happened? As society threw off the morals of Christianity, priests were ripping down high altars and whitewashing churches. Convents were shut down as sisters gave up their charisms of prayer and teaching to become social workers. The entire treasury of Catholic music was cast aside to never be heard in nearly any parish in the country. 
where we, on the other hand, we adopted wholesale Protestant music filled with non-Catholic ideas. Catechetical classes and parishes entirely lost their theological meaning and became schools of social thought. So while the council intended to update the means by which we preach the gospel, the world saw it as an updating of the gospel that the church had decided to change her tune. And even in today, the message that the media wishes us to hear is the same, that Pope Francis is going to change the tune of the church, that he's going to make the church look like the world. If you kept up with the media's perspective on the church today, you would think that the cardinals and bishops were grouped into political parties and that the election of Pope Francis was an ousting of the conservative party of Benedict and John Paul II. And so where does that leave the new evangelization? What gospel shall we preach to the world, to a society and a church that have seemed to have forgotten Christ in favor of a dummy image of him? Shall our message be a painted and porcelain figurine of Christ that lacks the true message of the Savior? Is the Jesus Christ that we have to give the world the same one who on this day gloriously ascended to the heights of heaven? Pope Benedict XVI, in his concluding remarks to the priests of Rome, said, It seems to me that 50 years after the council, we see that this virtual council of the media is broken, is lost, and now there appears the true council with all its spiritual force. Colonel Gerhard Mueller, the, pre the previous prefect of the Congregation for the Doctrine of Faith, spoke to seminarians in California, and he said, We are seeing in the world today a desire welling up in the church for the true teachings of the Second Vatican Council to finally come forward. I am convinced that it will be the rediscovery of the authentic teachings of the church, the authentic teachings of the Second Vatican Council, that will be the catalyst for the new evangelization. And though that's far too great a subject to discuss right now, it can be fittingly summarized in the attitude of the last three papacies. From Pope John Paul II, we learn that the divine law of Jesus Christ is everlasting and not afraid of hardship. It's applicable to every time and season, to every society, to every place, and it impacts all aspects of our lives. But freedom, in the words of the saint, consists not in doing what we like, but in having the right to do what we ought. The freedom of Jesus Christ isn't one that liberates us from morality. It liberates us from sin and gives us hope of future glory. From Pope Benedict, we learn that the language of God is that of beauty and prayer. God doesn't speak the language of the world, and a church that speaks like the world doesn't speak of God, which is why Christ commanded the church excuse me, which is why Pope Benedict, not Christ, why Pope Benedict commanded the church to withstand the tides and trends of the latest novelties. The new evangelization is not about painting over Christ to make him look like us, but of showing the beauty of Christ to the world so that the world would desire to look like God. And finally, from Pope Francis, we learn that Christ's method of evangelization is love a love which doesn't ignore the truth of a person, but recognizing it, loves that person anyway. It's the model of Christ evangelization that we see in his encounter with the woman caught in adultery. Our Lord doesn't deny her sin, 
nor does he dare let her depart him without warning her to never sin again. But despite her sin, he loves her, and he shows her mercy. Truth, beauty, and love. These are the weapons that we will use to fight the tyranny of secularism. Go therefore, says the Lord, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. Alleluia, Christ is risen.